Can I please have your attention? Oh, oh. this is gonna be fun. We can stand late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Because people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I'm not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. I can, you can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, we, um, like drink box water bottles. I don't know. The proof is a proof. What kind of proof? It's a proof. Here come the players. Champions. 
And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be not good. But we got to do our part. We got to do our part. And then who would you think is going to bend the ear of our government? Is it going to be the big construction companies who spend millions in tax dollars? Is it going to be, uh, you know, the the supporters of the party? Is it going to be the big manufacturers? Is it going to be the golfers? Who got the government to change their mind, Bob? Who changed their mind? I think it was the kids. I think it was the kids yeah. and the soccer moms. And, <laughs> and, Ooh, yeah. and they said, listen, this is ridiculous. Uh, so they got the government came back out again on Saturday afternoon and said, yeah, we messed up. We're going to let the kids go to the park. Steve, if I, if I told your kids they couldn't go to the park, what would happen? Uh, they'd come to your house. Uh, <laughs> I think what would happen. They'd... <laughs> well, they, they'd be upset, would they not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we had right in the very beginning of COVID, we had a little bit of playground uh, police tape uh, wrap up here in Alberta. How'd that go? Uh, they ripped it down because it's Alberta, <laughs> right? I mean, that's sort of how that works. So, yeah. Who ripped it down? The kids ripped it down or the people? Uh, you know, it's it was a combined. There were there were pets, there were coyotes, there was everything. It was just there was a stampede. It. It's, yeah, yeah, that's a good word, Bobby. There I remember, and I love the spirit of Alberta. I remember when the when the railroads were shut down and they were having barricades. And was it in Edmonton or somewhere? And some guy just showed up with his pickup truck and took down the barricade and said, "Get off totally. of here!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, I love the enthusiasm. So, oh, yeah. that's the word <laughs> I'm looking for enthusiasm. Eh? Wow. As an Ontarioan, and the other thing that came up. So, we are going to shut down the borders. Now, I have got a list of all the, the places of that we're all like Brazil. We're getting flights in from Brazil. We're getting all these flights in from overseas. All these flights coming in. We're shutting down the border in Manitoba. Like, so if you want, we're setting up barricades in Manitoba and Quebec. So we're going to tighten it down. So if you're from Manitoba, I mean, you're from the West, Steve. What what can you tell us about Manitobans? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> as little as possible. Uh, I, I drove through that border one time, uh, and you get about five kilometers in, and you literally leave the nice rocky northern Ontario, and uh, you drive into a ditch, uh, and it, it's just flat sort of... Other people do, or you did, just because you fell off the road, or... I'm not calling it Manitoba a ditch, but if you've driven the road, you know what I mean. You essentially have, you leave the rocks and hills and trees, and you just, you just sort of get into flat land. And so, I don't, I mean, it's, it's easy to barricade, because I think there's probably one or two roads in and out, but uh, why? Like... I don't know. It's not. I don't. It didn't feel like there's a lot of traffic going back and forth. No, and I, and I know it, at the Quebec border, and, and at one point they came out on Friday and said, "Listen, the police are gonna. They have the authority to stop you, and pull you over, and ask where you're going." And everyone went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute." Um, you know. So, and at one point over. Now I don't want to say who pulled over, but Belleville Police came right out and said, "Listen, we're not doing this." Yeah, uh, we're not going to do it. But the police in the county did. <laughs> Is that surprising yeah. you, Steve? No. <laughs> as a as a a thirty year long uh, Ross, Ross Moron, Mor- Ross Moron, which is like <laughs> if you cast someone from Cherry Valley, I am not a county person. <laughs> yeah, no. Bevel, yeah, we're we're the Samaria of the of the Hastings Fitzgerald <laughs> world. Uh, we're the half bred. No one wants you. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. 
My I once got my very first speeding ticket. We had this thing in our school program called the VIP program where a police officer would come in and talk to you and convince you to not do shoplifting and things like that. Uh, my first speeding ticket was by a guy named Greg Richardson, the same police officer that was in there talking to me at school, giving me my first ticket. And so both the guys work in the county, like, good on you for doing it. But, like, <laughs> you know, if they if they get in the room and they have coffee and decide they're going to do that, then we're, we're at their beck and call. I'm telling you about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Bobby. Um, uh, what else do we need to talk to in, in, in the politics realm? And then we'll get off of politics. We've talked about the stay-at-home order. we talked about stricter. We've talked about playgrounds. Um, I guess the thing with COVID, and we'll leave it, I, I wanted to go a whole show without even mentioning the word, but I oh, want to yeah. see the science. I want to see them say, you know what, of the 1,000 cases we have, 700 of them came from this. 30 of them came from this. Like, I want to know where it's, mm. like, does that translate? Because they just... They're not showing that, so I don't know if I believe it. You know, like I don't believe golf. Yeah. I don't believe they come from golf. You want to see the breakdown. I do. I love mm. numbers. Uh, do, do they show any numbers? Like, you know, is it at restaurants? Is there is the spread happening there? Have you seen any of those numbers, Steve? Uh, we we had a few restaurant outbreaks here, and there's a, there's a big lawsuit going on at one of our restaurants here. Really? To get, they spread something. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would blame it solely on junior high boys. If I were to pick, like, a certain segment of the population, <laughs> males aged 13 to 15 are just, are just spreading this thing everywhere. That would be my assumption. You know what? I think... I think that could possibly be it, and, and we need to look more into that. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is Tom Fuleries. Wide World of Sports. Let's talk about the wide world of sports, and uh, let's get some music going in the background here. Wide world of sports. So, in the let's first of all talk about the Blue Jays. Mm. Okay, how many are on the? Uh, I sent you a list of how many are on the injured reserve. Have you seen? Have you seen how many? Like, and another few went down this week. So, uh, uh, Merriweather has been having like a like a lights out season, and he's out long term now. I need. Yeah. I think we need to wrap our Blue Jays up in bubble wrap, and I'm not joking, because you look at them and then they get hurt. Um, Yates, our big closer, he's done for the year. He's having the Tommy John surgery on both his knees. Um, no, he's not not in his knees, but he's having it on his arm. Uh, That's good. Tyoscar Hernandez, he had the COVID. He was out with the COVID, and now he's coming back. George Springer is out. What's your feelings on the Blue Jays? The Springer one, we paid a whole bunch of money for that guy, mm-hmm. and they kept telling me he's come back and come back. And so, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll do like, like, can we just not tank it for next year already, Bobby? Like, what, hey, my brother's calling you in. You want to put him on air? Yes, I do. Okay, just a second here. Yeah, it's a little early to tank. Hello, is it? <laughs> just a second here. Um, hold the fort. Are okay. we there? I don't know. Just a second here. Sure. Uh, we might have to edit this part out, but we'll get oh, him no, there. That's good. We're, we're yeah. always rolling, Bruce. We yeah. got it. Are you there? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know you were recording. Well, we're, you're live on the air, so Bob and Steve are here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I'm calling to whine because Wendy's got barriers up. I need Frosties. I've got knees. And do they not know this? <laughs> well, come here. You can get down. all the Frosties you want in Alberta, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you've given me the cold shoulder before, but never the Frosty. Oh. Uh, never. Oh, never. Yeah. never. All right. <laughs> You're always warm and fuzzy. Hey, are they closed or what? That's I need I need to know. Yeah, so here's the deal. And then we're, we'll get back into the politics here because – so uh, they are closing to build a brand new store. They're going to demo it, and they're supposed to start construction and bear- and taking it completely down and building a brand new Wendy's starting tomorrow. But then at huh. four o'clock, they got this announcement that no commercial construction can happen. So now all of a sudden, they got to sit there and do nothing. So they could have remained open had they known sooner. Oh, no. You get the guy's number, I'll call him and get him to yeah. open back up. Doug Ford. I'm, I'm here now. I might as well go in and flip fries. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold, hold, hold your breath and go to Trenton. That's my advice for you, Paul. <laughs> there's there's another yeah. Wendy's on the west end of town over by. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heading there now. I, I since, told you. Since when? when? Oh, you've been gone so long, Steve. You've been gone yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. Across, oh. they got rid of the Ben Bleakers no more, and then they've put up another Wendy's over there. What's yeah, with Belleville God. innovating? This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> know. Well, it's closer than Calgary, right? So <laughs> that's, that's true enough. <laughs> that's a closer but community. We're not allowed interprovincial at the moment. So yeah, we, we got to keep too. out those win- those Manitobans. So yeah, that's have right. you driven well, across? Won't let us in either. Have you driven across Canada, Paul? Uh, yeah, I drove out uh, twice. And when you to, got to um, the border in Manitoba, what what did you describe it as, Stevie? Uh, I just said it's sort of leaving the nice rocks and trees and going into a ditch is what Manitoba feels like. <laughs> Paul, thoughts? Is that accurate? Yeah, pretty much. And when you get to the prairies, if you stand on your tiptoes, you can see the back of your head. That's not mine. That's not original with me. I, I got that from Mark Lowry, but I share it willingly. There you go. All right. Well, listen, You right, good luck so- on your frosty hunt. Please don't call me, hun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take care. Okay. Bye. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who knew? He needs a frosty. He needs a frosty. Um, we're talking about the Blue Jays. We're talking mm, yeah. about, uh, and and so I thought what I would do is, um, you know, someone who's having a rock star, like rock solid season so far, is Junior. And let's hear this. That average up to 409 and the on-base percentage, 527. First pitch swinging, and he crushes it. Deep left center field. It's hit a mile. There we go. And so then when I thought we'd add some music when we talk about our Blue Jays. Do you remember the lyrics to this song, Stevie? Let's play ball. Oh, yeah. Remember this, Bobby? I do. Oh, man. So the Blue Jays... They tell me Springer's coming back this week. They tell me Nate Pearson's coming back. They tell me Teoscar's done with the COVID, so he's coming back. That's what they say. They did beat the Yankees. Did you see that? Yes. Two out of three, yeah. twice. Twice? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for them to play Yankees all the time now. Mm, That's yeah. what we really want. Aaron, Aaron who? Aaron who? Uh, judge, I think. Uh, we also have another segment called The Prophecy of Tom Foolery, but my best recollection is... There was nothing that we we prophesied last week. We had an off week. Mm. Uh, am I accurate there? The problem is that you made this segment. I know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I know. And now it's just, yeah, we can't do it. Uh, let's uh, now. Last week we talked about a perfect game in baseball. We talked about a perfect game and uh, or a, a no hitter. Sorry. Mm. And then I yeah. got a notification. Every time I get a notification, I turn it on. The no-no's gone. Everything happens. Well, yeah. this past week, um, 
I got a notification that there was a perfect game going into the ninth inning, yeah. and it was uh, Chicago White Sox, and who was it? Do you remember who it was? I had it written down. Uh, Carlos yeah. Rodon. That was it. So I soon I turned on, perfect game, two outs to go, two strikes, need one more strike, and then a, another out, and he'd have it done, and this is what happened. To me, I throw him something off speed. If, if you feel better with the changeup, you go with that, but... The slider, Carlos has supreme confidence in. Zach's got to block it. Inside, Perez. He got hit by it. Perez got clipped by the slider. So close. Wow. What a way to end the perfect game bid. So then the next batter comes up. He almost plunked him, too, almost in a Joe Pepitone on him. <laughs> Came inside, almost hit him, then got him out, and then this happens. Three and two. Rodon. Oh, to third. Moncada. Carlos Rodon has thrown a no-hitter. After everything he's been through, the elbow and the shoulder There you go. Carlos Rodon with a no-hitter. Two no-nos this year, mm. and I just – there's something about a no-hitter, and I uh... – Now, Bruce, the guy that he hit, did did he make an attempt to get out of the way, or did he kind of lean into it a bit? It went down, hit his foot. So oh. it was it kind of one of those breaking mm. pitches, the sliders that went down, hit him in the foot. I thought he tried to get out of the way, but mm. – and then the next battery almost hit, and then the, the final one, he almost walked. So – but he, let me ask you this. In sports, if you're a baseball purist, they've got a new rule now if you have, uh, just with all the COVID stuff going on, if there's a doubleheader, they're not doing nine-inning games. Mm. They're only doing seven-inning games. Yeah. So if you get a perfect game or a no-hitter game in a seven-inning game, uh, do you asterisk it? I was going to say the dreaded asterisk. Do, what oh, do, you, yeah. do you? Absolutely, yeah. If they If they did it to Maris, they better do it to this one. Right, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger Maris, they asterisked him on the sixty-one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was a longer season, yep. and, and so he had more of a chance to hit home runs. And everyone, everybody loves Babe Ruth. Everybody I know he's loves. yeah. Well, not everyone, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Who is greater, Babe Ruth or Aaron Judge? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I take the the Bambino anytime, Bruce. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. When Aaron um, gets a candy bar named after him, maybe then, but. <laughs> Exactly. Until then, it's the babe. Exactly. You oh, we've just put the gauntlet down. Next week they'll come back and there'll be an Aaron Judge candy bar. There you, you watch. Go. Oh, I would. Uh, I don't know what it would taste like, but it would be some kind of garbage. I don't know if you heard of the story. I'm I'm looking for like with just the stuff going on. I look love good news stories. And uh, Atlanta Braves Sean Kazmar uh, made history because he was he played 12 years ago and then he's a utility f- uh, player. He came back 12 years later and made his debut back in the majors 12 years after his initial debut. Uh, that's never been done before, 12 years. I think he's 35, 36 years old and um, as a utility player. So uh, that, I don't know. Do you want to Google him, Steve? Check the, I'm looking him up. Yeah, 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 just see where he played. Like, has he been playing that whole time, or did he become an insurance broker? I actually, I actually read the article, and he's, and he's been toiling in the minor leagues, a bunch of different teams, and uh, – and wow. I, the story basically is, yeah, that like, um, you know, he, he just, 
you know, just never seemed to get, you know, it just right. And, and never seemed and this, this year they seem to, you know, and, and, you know, we, I try to find COVID silver linings. It's a little hard to find, but yeah. there's one for me where it's like, you know, when like everyone gets sick, it's like, then there's an opportunity made for this guy, you know? So yeah. I like that. Well, so he, uh, I think it's a great story. 12 years of like, talk about perseverance. We yeah. talk about, you know, someone who had to work for seven years to marry his wife and then <laughs> and then got, got duped and wrong mm. to the wrong one. And uh, can you imagine then agreed for for another seven years, 14 years? That's the only other guy that's that's been that perseverance. Like that's Kazmar almost pulled that 14 years. He did it in that's 12. Though. Deal. It's a yeah. very big deal. Um, let's talk music and uh, let's get some music going on here. There you go. Have we finished up the sports this week? Anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm just going through what what we've got in here. Speaking of guys getting opportunities, since the entire Canuck team is out with COVID, Mm -hmm. like someone's going to have a shot over there, right? The Canucks are actually playing on Sunday night against the Leafs. and uh, Who's who's playing for them? Most of them are back. Um, Okay. And I, Pavel Bure. <laughs> yeah, Pavel's coming back to play with the Canucks. After <laughs> 19 years. Trevor Linden's going to play. And, yeah, uh, Linden, Linden will suit up. Sure, yeah. here. Uh, Trevor I, Kidd in there. They, yeah. <laughs> Trevor Kidd played. Did he play in Edmonton? Or no, he played in Calgary, did he not? Or did he? Oh, I, I think he went to Vancouver at one point, didn't he? Or am I thinking of Kirk McLean? You're Isn't thinking of Kirk McLean. There, yeah. McLean was there, yeah. Know, know your 80s goalies, I guess, is tonight's <laughs> segment. Well, 21 players got COVID, and and some of them, like, super sick. And their yeah. coach was, like, really bad to a point, mm-hmm. like, they thought he might have to go to the hospital. He was, it's not, it wasn't just a flu for them. He said he was getting better. Um, and then all of a sudden at day six, he just took a terrible turn for the worse again. And, and then mentally it played a toll. So, I mean, they're playing the Leafs. So, I mean, you might as well break them in against the, like the. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. The worst team out there, but (laughs) not anymore. Well, trade deadline. They did some, do you think they're going to actually go far? Bobby, you're a big Leaf fan. Talk to me. Who knows? They're they're on the sixty year plan. It, it, probably another three or four years left okay. to go. Yeah, the thing you have to understand about Bob, Bob doesn't want to get too up and excited, just right. in case it falls through. And at the OHL championship game, was it seven two or nine two the final game? And it was in game seven. And I look over and Belleville scored. Jonathan Chichu scored five goals. I think we won nine two. Mm-hmm. And so it was one nothing. I look over and. Bob's like all business. He's like, I'm not letting my guard down. <laughs> and at one point, it was like six two. I look over. I'm like, yeah, six two. And Bob's just like, nope, <laughs> not doing it. I don't even think. Did you cheer at all at the end of the game? Did you give one of these woohoo? Or I think I was fully into it by the eighth goal. Eighth goal. Yeah, it was eight <laughs> two. Mm-hmm. You were like, I'm not letting my guard down. We wish the best to the Vancouver Canucks. This has been a story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look at all the professional sports um, that has been affected by COVID, this is certainly the biggest one uh, where a whole team has been affected. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The entire team. And and the other thing that's different about it, uh, I think them and Edmonton, Calgary moved their AHL team into Calgary. So Stockton Heat are in Calgary. Uh, the Belleville Senators got moved to Ottawa. Uh, Toronto Marlies always had their team, but they're actually playing, I think, 
most of the time out of the uh, air. What is it now? They changed corporate sponsors. Is it Scotiabank? Scotiabank, yeah. Yeah, and then Laval moved to Montreal. But Vancouver's is uh, just across the the the, uh, the bridge here down in Gananoque. And um, not Albany. Oh, really? They're, they're all no, in the it's States, not Albany, huh? but it's... Um, yeah, it's 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 in the states here. So, yeah, they can't they can't get across. If you want to bring a player up, it's got to be fourteen days. I think oh, maybe wow. now it's up to seven. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting. And Edmonton didn't do that with their American League team either. They let them they play out of, out of the state. So, are we ready to talk about some music? Ready, Rock ready to talk. Listen. So, how do I how do I introduce this segment? Every week during the last lockdown, I would go and visit a buddy of mine. And I would sneak into his store because the stores are closed. It's supposed to be curbside service. So I would do curbside service, but he'd let me in the back door just to say hi. And we'd social distance the whole nine yards. So I go in and I get a a new vinyl every week. So this week, it's not Christian music, but look at this vinyl. You see who that is? Wow. Huey Lewis and the News. Mm. So... I wanted to talk about, I mean, I love it. It's all the old 80s songs, uh, speaking of 80s. Huey Lewis and the News. Was Huey Lewis good just on his own, or did he need the news to complete him? Any thoughts on that, Steve? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's, I, I don't know I don't know what news they were, but he definitely <laughs> needed those guys. They were. He needed them crucial. to uh, play the bagpipes and, uh, and the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was trying to think of some other groups that just were nothing without the other. Jeff Moore in the distance, like Jeff Moore tried to do a, a solo project on his own. It was it was a horrible failure. Um, I went and saw in Belleville. I actually went and saw Kevin Costner, and he had a group called uh, Modern West, and oh, they wow. were both horrible. They, the singers were <laughs> terrible. He was like singing songs. He has his own band. It's called Kevin Costner and Modern West. So we went to it. And he, one song was called Moon So High, and he just put his hands up in the air, and all of us were like, it's Kevin Costner. I remember him from Dances with Wolves. Ah! It was <laughs> terrible. That's all that matters. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. terrible. So um, I did go and see Huey Lewis and the News, and I saw them in Belleville. Have you ever been to a show? I just wanted to talk about that. Have you ever been to a concert when the person is well past their prime? Ooh, um, yeah. and, and when you go and you think, oh, I'm looking forward to this so much. And then you get there and you're like, oh, my wife has a theory that as men age, they stop singing and they actually speak instead. So she, she says, Michael W. Smith, when he sings now, it's not singing. It's just more speaking. <laughs> just talk. It's just talking. I like this theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And friends something. are friends forever. If the Lord's the Lord of them. <laughs> You speak beautifully, Bruce. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm no Bob Sharp. Years, but... It's hard to not mail it in, right? Yeah. Poor well, I, I know. So have you ever, and then I got thinking about memories where when you think about something like, oh, that was so good. That was such a great show. Have you ever had something where you look forward to it and then, and you have these awesome memories? And for me, it was the A-Team. I love the A-Team, like everything okay. about the A-Team. And I just... Oh, you know, the plot each week, and they always did this, did that. And then I went to watch it again after all these years. Mm. It was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. I wish I had just re- preserved it in my memory and not regurgitated it again because it was it was a bad experience. Mm. Any memories like that for you, Bob? Uh, other than the Leafs? Other than the Leafs. 
Uh, well, I'm sure there are. Stevie? I can't think of them right now. Uh, I remember rewatching the Dukes of Hazard. Oh like, yeah, we yeah. could watch this kids, and I was like, "What? Like, what were my parents thinking? Like, where? <laughs> like, how is this appropriate?" And my, I mean, we all know we've got a bit of a conservative background, many of us here, and uh, and so I was just, I was maybe they, maybe they just let us hang out and they went in another room, but uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised that uh, of the. The content of the show of the Dukes of Hazard, I'll just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and the Daisy Duke. I remember yeah, yeah. my my grandmother was like we were conservative background as well. Yeah, and uh, oh, I just got a text that my brother did get his frosty, so we were oh, like, good. <laughs> I was worried. I was worried too. Um, uh, my my grandmother were like we didn't she didn't even have a television, so but she's like, what's this Dukes of Hazard? That's the way oh. she goes. <laughs> I'm awesome. like, it's Dukes of Hazard, Grammy. The Dukes of Hazard. I'm pretty sure it's Hazard. So, anyway, um, yeah. So I, you know, what is it in memories where you? I remember going to uh, see Petra. I remember John Schlitt had a reunited group, and they were doing a Petra farewell. And I remember going to see Petra back in the '80s and '90s, and it was like the sold out shows, and it was like just rock. And you yeah. you left it, your ears were ringing, you couldn't hear literally for two days. I went to the Kingston Gospel Temple Pentecostal Church here in Kingston to see them. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking. I'm going to go see Petra. And I went to the church, and I'm like, it just dropped for me. You know, it wasn't anything. And I kind of, Louis Weaver wasn't there, speaking of which. That was probably. That's the only problem with that one. And I have a little bit of nibs here, just Uh, in in Louis's memory. Thinking of you. Yeah, Louis's memory. But, uh, yeah, it was was just kind of depressing. No other memories like that for you guys? No. Uh, I first introduced, well, when the, the treasure of the hip was going on their farewell thing, yeah, I yeah. first introduced my wife to it and Jenny was like, what, what is this music? Like, what are we? And I was like, no, I promise you back in the day, it was different than the farewell tour. So. Oh, was Jenny all into like the Bill Gaither? Oh no. I, if they weren't a boy band, they weren't a band for Jenny. Oh that really? Her, those, yeah, those, she's, she's up, only a year or two younger than me, Bruce. Oh. And so, uh, yeah, her, uh, her interest lies in other areas. I'll say that. Oh, well, yeah. gentlemen, what did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. You know what that means? That means the show is over. Bob, where did time go? It flew. It flew. It definitely flew. Um, you know what? We've got a uh, an interview coming up. Supposed to with OM53. We're looking forward to that. An 80s band. I'm going to see if I can get in there with a guitar. Oh, good man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But we'll see. For the Edge of Tom Foolery, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I am Steve Height. Zeus Arbuckle, we like to call him. Have a great week, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs>